a quick spoiler alert before the show. We're watching In the Tall Grass, which is a movie based off of a Stephen King novel that came out this year. We highly suggest the movie and encourage that you watch it yourself, but if you've already seen it or if you're not interested, feel free to keep listening. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Liv. And I'm Cass. And this, this is Broads, Broads in the Basement. Basement. Join us each week to escape from all of life's bullshit. We're back again. We're here. Um, we survived last week with all of our limbs. Yes. My mind is still blown. Like, I need to read up on theories about yeah. Saw. I want to see the other... I think there's three more before Jigsaw. I Uh-oh. know of at least... I know there's at least four before Jigsaw. Okay. And I want to watch them. Because I clearly there's a storyline here. Right? Like, I hope that they're all as well thought out. And more of thrillers, I guess. Like, I really love the thriller genre um, just because it's it it actively engages the mystery part of my brain, you know what I mean? Well, it's like, I don't mind, like, I like psychological torture movies, Mm -hmm. but when you get into, like, mindless gore, I'm just kind of like, all right, like, I'm not going to not watch it, but, like, eh. Yeah, I think with psychological horror... It's what gets me. I don't. I'm not scared of like the monster movies as much as I am, like the stalker movies. For sure, like and I like the psychological torture movies I'm because that could happen. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm not afraid of a poltergeist throwing me against a wall. Like that's fine. That's cool. But, um, thanks, Daddy. But <laughs> like when if, if anyone out there has seen the movie Creep, I was so blown away by that movie. Also, later tonight we have to watch the second one because it's really good. The second Creep. Yes. Okay. It was just. That movie is a master of just psychological suspense, and also I ha- that had m- jump scares in it that I've never experienced before in my life because no. I'm not a jump scare person. Well, usually you can feel when a jump scare is gonna come or like right. they're just kind of annoying, but that one had like the perfect jump scares. Yeah, because I didn't see them coming. That's not for at sure. all. And I like jumped at stuff that was n- that was not a jump scare. <laughs> no, yeah, right. <laughs> I I won't disclose too much, but like. If you haven't seen it and you like psychological horror, please watch it. Creep is it was a good one. All right. So, how was your week? Um, my week was pretty good. I've come to the sudden realization that I have two and a half weeks left before I leave. I'm so mad. Uh, She's <laughs> leaving me alone for like two to three weeks, and that's never like no happened. We we're always in town at the same time, and then and maybe leave. one of us leaves like a week earlier than the other. Yeah. But you are straight up leaving me here. For, like, three weeks. I am upset. You should be. <laughs> anyway, so you have a fun situation yeah, on your hands. and my parents are actually moving houses, so I don't just have to pack up. Okay, first of all, I don't just have to pack up for a dorm. I have to pack up for a house, which means, like, I'm planning on staying there for a while. So things like, I don't know, like, just things that I wouldn't normally bring to, like, a dorm. Right. I'm going to be bringing. And number two, More I have to pack up. Things. Yeah. I have to pack up my whole room before I leave because my parents are moving it into the new house. That's so stressful. I didn't even think about that fact. I've started going through my stuff and actually like getting rid of basically my childhood because anything like I'm not going to keep a book I read 800 times unless like I really want it. Right. Or things that like I've had forever that just are there. I'm like, well, I don't need that. 
I feel like you're in this moment in your life right now where because not only are you moving houses, you are like moving to college, like yeah. your like your apartment, you are mo- like your family is moving. Your entire childhood home is being uprooted, and yeah. I feel like it's like a coming of age moment in your life. Please ignore the rustling in the background if you can hear it. I have a cat standing on a chip bag. That's new <laughs> as well. Um, oh, and yeah, that's the other thing is that I came to the realization that I will be staying in a guest room in my parents' house for Christmas. That changes everything, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. You're truly a guest in your, in my f- in parents, your parents' house. Home. Like, that's crazy. That's insane to me. Like, And because they won't be done moving before I leave, I may not even like know the real layout of the house. Like, I'm not going to know where the silverware is in my own parents' house. It's not like you could walk around in the dark and know where you were going. Yeah. Because like, you have that in your own childhood house. You have like the number of steps you would take from one room to the yeah. other. Crazy. You should start writing some of this down. I or something. Do something with it. Maybe make like a YouTube video of your like declutter process and make it like Honestly. a short film. That'd be very cool. How has your week been? It's fine. Um, I've just been working. Um, I'm getting a little bit restless because I feel like I'm forgetting what my goals are. Like... Yeah. Here's the thing. I started, I was at a master class over Zoom about with a couple of industry professionals and a couple of other students from my school, and the school was hosting it. But, like, it was just so weird to watch because it's like I'm forgetting, like, life here is not what I was Doing. striving for. Yeah. Like, and it's weird to be an artist during this time because I know now that I can't personally just survive off of my off of like theater i have to find other things that make me happy i have to be able be willing to fight for an industry that doesn't exist right now that's very true it's terrifying i don't know they're saying they're not going to open up like the biggest theaters like broadway until march and as long as none of you fuckers are wearing masks it'll just keep getting pushed back we love that also i've kind of forgot like all the independence that i gained over the last two years of college and like the experience of being mostly on my own, I kind of lost because we've been here for six months, which is longer than I ever thought I'd be staying in my home t- in my hometown after yeah. I went to college. And I never expected to be here more than no. three months. Yeah, and like even the three months, it was kind of weird to go back. But like, don't get me wrong, I'm there's definitely parts of me that are ready to go back again. But there are parts of me that have kind of fallen back into my high school, like I know, thi- like um, headspace of everything seems new again. It's weird. It's so weird, and it's going to be new. Like yeah. the college experience we knew before all of this is going to be entirely different than what it is. Oh, than completely. What it, like than what it was, and everyone's ideas about what it means to strive for something and what the future is going to look like is different. I this I don't care what any like boomer says. This is our 9/11. And yeah. we could s- and I'm not like I'm not downplaying the f- impact of 9/11. No. Basically what made 9/11 so big is that it affected everyone in the country. Yeah. And this one has affected everyone in the world. Point blank period. Yeah. And it's and the thing about 9/11 was it changed so much about how people live their lives. Like that's when TSA became a huge thing and Oh my god. When like security just upped so much and that's what's happening now with us is like 
our ideas of like health and safety are going to be changed forever like yeah. i don't know if we'll ever stop wearing masks completely i don't know i think that honestly our hi- country is going to be super well the world is going to be super more like super more hygienic yeah. hygienic and just like i can see us carrying hand sanitizers i can For see the, the price of, of like white like sanitation wipes and materials being up forever and it's something that is going that has and will continue to culturally change us forever. You know what I mean? And that's what 9-11 did. And I just, I saw a thing. And, like, we all know that I love a good conspiracy theory. Um, Apparently, at the end of 2019, a box from King Tut's tomb that was rumored to be cursed had been opened. And I'm just saying there was nothing inside of it. There was nothing inside of it? There was nothing inside of it. And it was like everything else in the tomb was like dirty and old and like all of his riches were outside of the box. And there was just, just this like pristine white like locked box in the in his tomb that was opened at the end of 2019. And a lot of people who are into that kind of thing are saying that we unlo- unleashed a curse. And we I'm like. We probably definitely freaking did. It has to be <laughs> some sort of explanation because everything like every month 2019 or I mean 2020 has just completely like lost its shit yeah did you know that there was a case of bubonic plague report bubonic plague reported in china yesterday good great and also and bubonic plague happens like yeah like it's still we're around. around like prairie dogs we're probably more immune but like still but why is all of this shit happening like in i think it was california i don't know somewhere on the coast for the first time, like, their, their tides were reaching, like, record heights and were, oh like, God. flooding the coast in, in July. So, like, thanks, July. There's that. We are living in revelations. You can't convince me otherwise. And I hate it. <laughs> and, okay, I am all for the Black Lives Matter movement. Right. But there are a group of people who want to take Hamilton down and completely, like, cancel the show. Which is ridiculous. It is the single most impactful musical that has ever existed. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm emotionally attached to it. But also, the entire point was to bring to attention, like, like... Lynn casted a very diverse group of people. Yeah. I mean, fucking George Washington was black. Thomas Jefferson, black. Most of the other cast, (laughs) pretty much, there were very few white people. I don't know if they were, besides, like, like some in the ensemble. King George was, like, the only main character who was, like, an old white man. Like, that's it. And And that's the entire point. What they don't understand, this group that is trying to take down Hamilton, number one, where is your spirit to take down the m- hundreds of racist, sexist shows that have been created that were cast primarily for white people? We're talking the golden era of shows that created American theater. Where's your fight for that? Here's the thing. Theater is made to make these conversations happen. The entire point he wrote this was so that we'd have these conversations of what is, w- like, how to what extent do we talk about the founding fathers? To what extent do we glorify them? Do we like totally erase all of their ideas because yeah. because of their ideology. Those are that's exactly the point of theater. Also it was never about idolizing something. It was about causing conversations exactly. and questions so people are ha- like so people engage with it. That's it. I have like three things that popped into my mind. First one, 
at the end of Hamilton when Eliza talks about fighting against slavery. If you watch it, George Washington hangs his head in shame. Oh they my gosh, I saw that video that. and I screamed. Number two, I saw, when I went to see Phantom last year, I don't know if this is, like, if he was the first black Phantom, but the first one that I've ever seen. And the first one that was, like, like on media right. as, like, a, a black man playing Phantom. Like, I, I didn't even know. I saw the same tour you did when it came to Oklahoma City. And I had no idea going into the theater that he was that he was black. No. Like I didn't even I don't know if I just didn't get a program that time or what happened. But I like had to squint and I was like, Holy shit, that feels right. black and he did an incredible Amazing. job. And like, that doesn't that wasn't out of surprise. That wasn't like wasn't out, out of surprise, surprise of like a black he man. He did a good job. I was no. just like it's not like we knew that that was happening. No. And I, there is a definitely respect about that, that they were quiet about it, that they didn't make it a huge thing. Because if you still polarize that, it's yeah. going to carry that racism. And I have no problem with like bl- with any African-American being proud of doing something that hasn't been done. Yeah. But if we make it some crazy thing that happened, it's still going to carry that like racist right. tone. But also, I was shook that he was up there like i yeah. just i was not expecting it the way in which we fight racism in media whether it be plays whether it be movies when it comes to casting is letting the children of that time see these roles see so many people of color see so many div- diverse backgrounds and people yes. and it becomes normal it be like i appreciate that like yes celebrate diversity in shows but also my f- like it's so crazy to me that like 13 years after seeing phantom the first time because i saw it when i was like yeah. seven or nine i don't know and it was white and then in 20 is it 2020 or 2019 i see a black like the first like black man i've seen playing phantom that is that is growth and it's something i never would have considered no so let let, let it happen yeah let it speak for itself and let's celebrate it by all means, but yeah, we don't yeah. need, we, we don't need, need the oh, it's gonna be a we oh, it it's gonna be like different or yeah. it's he was powerful enough on his own. He yeah. didn't need. I didn't need to be told. Yeah, yeah. And to bring this full circle, I don't understand how people can be mad about Hamilton being on Disney Plus, but fucking Pocahontas is still there, because. <laughs> I'm just saying. Where is your outrage? Where is it now? (laughs) If Pocahontas, if the whole situation with Pocahontas historically had happened the way the movie did, we wouldn't have to have Hamilton because there would be no America. (laughs) No. (laughs) I saw a tweet that was like, okay, confession. I don't actually hate Hamilton. I just hate seeing theater people happy. (laughs) And I'm like, yep, that's it. That's the tweet. That's the tweet right there. Anyway. Oh, but anyway, that's enough of that rant. We this week we are watching in the tall grass. We're opinionated. Anyway, we're watching (laughs) in the tall grass. We're watching in the tall grass. Um, I know nothing about this show or this movie. No. Um, Stephen King, circa twenty. I don't know if it was made last year or this year. I think last year, last fall. 
Yeah. Um, and I always want to say in the tall, dry grass because of that scene in Croods. <laughs> where maybe I'll like hide from it in the tall, tall dry grass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that movie has quality humor. Oh, I love that movie. But um, yeah, I don't know. I we were talking about it earlier and we both said that it gave us very like children of the corn vibes just because grass oh shit. Are we still recording? <laughs> um if you all heard a beep or something, that was my cat walking or across my keyboard, which I thought was a made up meme. <laughs> I thought that people cat people made that up. Apparently it's real. Um the struggles of having of having a cat. Here's my here's my worry about this movie. I have a terrific fear of things growing where they shouldn't. So oh, it it's like with that like trypophobia thing. thing. Yeah, uh. it's like I don't like grass growing up through cr- like sidewalk cracks. No. I don't like that scene in Midsummer. And people who've seen Midsummer will know what I'm talking about. And it's one of my it's like possibly my favorite movie. I'll still watch it, but like terrifying. What I'm worried about is that this is going to be that thing where stuff like growing on or inside. Yeah. I don't know what it is about like grass and moss that well, like, just scare the shit out of well me. Well, also it it kind of ties back to that thing when they show like dystopian futures how like broken down buildings and stuff are overtaken by yeah. like nature. Right. And it's just which this is cool, whole, but which is great, but like please stop. <laughs> like guys, I understand nature doesn't like nature will eat us alive somehow Please someday do. i'm still scared but like don't <laughs> grow through weird things no <laughs> can you just grow where you're meant to grow but that's the thing we're trying to control nature itself yeah. and where it's supposed to grow everywhere we are just uh, dictating what it's not supposed to grow in anyway still very scary <laughs> <laughs> so we will be it'll kind of follow suit of the last two where we will come in throughout the movie and talk about what we're seeing and our thoughts on it um our last one was very short <laughs> it was very short and um it was short and sweet i kind of liked it and there goes my Fucker. cat on my keyboard again all right here we go so i'm going to read the description for this movie <laughs> After hearing a boy's cry for help, a pregnant woman and her brother wade into a vest of field grass, only to discover that there may be no way out. So children of the corn. (laughs) So children of the corn. Are they just going to get caught in a giant field of grass? grass? Honestly, terrifying. Honestly, really, not not, not what I would want to get caught in. No, because, like, you wouldn't be, if it was taller than you, you wouldn't be able to see yeah. Or use and anything. Everything would be touching you at all times. Yeah, and you wouldn't be able to use anything to, like, directionalize yourself. Right, so it'd be kind of, like, blind and disorienting. So it's going to be kind of like a bird box sensory experience. Interesting. All right, let's do this. Here's the thing. This is how Children of the Corn started, too. People on a road trip. Yeah. <laughs> Me driving to Oklahoma. Be You're right. right. <laughs> Her eyes are, like, black. They are. It's pretty. You know, this music says it's all right. I, I feel comforted. Uh, it's obviously all right. Oh, she do she, be pregnant. She do be pregnant. Am pregnant. I pregnant? Pregat. <laughs> so she just heard a kid cry from the grass, and we are like three minutes in, and the plot Hello? is beginning. Yeah. Someone out there? You're pregnant. Dude, call the cops. What type of grass even is that? And why is it so tall? I don't know, but it, 
Dude, you need to get a rope, tie one end to the car, tie the other end to yourself, and then go find the child. Where are they going to get the rope? Okay. Then call the cops or pull it out of their ass. I don't know. <laughs> They're, like, moving, so they should have a rope or something. Mars are straight up church. And that is the point of intrusion. Well, I guess the boy yelling. Well, yeah, but, like, that is the point where they're fucked. I mean, she has phone service. Where did they film this? And quite frankly, if I heard a boy calling from the grass and a woman being like, no, I'd be like, well, bye. <laughs> that sounds like a whole lot of your problem. Are these gonna be like fake voices? Like it's like in their head or something else is making, like imitating the voices? I was thinking about that. Like there's definitely not just gonna be a kid in there. Is the grass gonna like eat them alive? I have no idea. But they've lost each other at this point. This is like eight minutes in, I'm pretty impressed. He just heard her voice from two different directions. Yeah. You Guys, you're short as fuck. Yeah, that grass is way too tall for you to see. Oh, they didn't. Their voice is like throwing, that's wild. You're not gonna be able to jump up off that grass. Why was that in slow motion? I don't know. There could be separate places. <gasps> no! He moved. Don't- yeah, you're pregnant! Yeah, she just fell. Is that a body? A dog? At oh my god. say Tobin. I would've lost my shit. <laughs> the dog is Tobin. The dog is the kid. Yes. I'm sorry. Is that the guy from Law and Order? You just say Tobin's daddy. Okay. A grown man. You sound way what too confident. Of, what kind of a grown man says I'm this boy's daddy? Oh. When people say you don't know me from Adam, does it literally mean like Adam, Adam and Eve? Adam? I was just thinking about that. Oh crap. I'm alright, pal. She's pretty. Oh, that's his brother? That's his her brother? I thought that was the baby daddy. I thought that was the dad. Oh no. Did you ever read Bird Box? No. It's like, because it's different from the movie because it's that blind. You're just reading words. You don't have the images. So it's all in your head, but you can't see anything because there's no visual images in the book. It's very good. And I see how this would be the same thing, but I understand how as a movie this could falter because like... This kid just said that the rock teaches you to hear the tall grass. I'm like, thanks, kid. I'm like, where's the rock? Where's the grass? That thing was not dead. Um. Also, that kid's just on? creepy. Yeah. I'm hoping that this doesn't. Because he said that the grass can't move dead things. I really hope this doesn't have anything to do with the baby, because that's gross. Yeah. Well, also, the boy said that. They heard a man calling for help, and that's how they got in there, so I wonder if that's the guy that was calling for help before. Oh. Um, and not his dad. Like, it's not really his dad. Yeah. Oop. That is a giant rock. Yep. 
Is that rock made of dead bodies? I don't know, but it made his... Like, the hair on his arm stand up. Is it like oh. a meteorite? Did you hear that? What? And he was like, boy, that feels good when he touched it. Um, creepy. You are 11. You don't get to decide what feels good. No. That is just a giant rock. It's so weird. I don't know if it's like a meteorite thing. So, like, there's something magnetic. Yeah, but it's got, like, a weird shape. Like, yeah, like, something about it just is Oh my god, what if it's an egg? Um, <laughs> that's enough for one time, Stephen King. That's 100% the baby daddy. It has to be. Yeah. Okay, oh, were they so leaving to get away from him? That's dark. Maybe that's why they made us, like, think he was, the like, the original guy was the baby daddy. Yeah. I can't believe someone who would drive across country to stalk a bitch. Right. Oh, their car. Why are there more car? Okay. Interesting. Are those all, those are all abandoned cars for people who were in the grass. Even, listen, even redneck guy knows that something absolutely whack shit is up. Yeah. You guys can do better. So, like, cars from all time periods? How long is that? Has it been? Oh, that's their new car? Well, that's their car. But did you see oh, the, yeah. the burger? Which, first of all, I don't know how that would happen in a car. But, like, the burger was covered in maggots and stuff. And that doesn't happen, like, overnight. No, it doesn't. I'm sorry, but that grass just untied itself. He was being smart, too. He was doing the smart thing that none of them did. And it just said, fuck you. I'm the grass. I do what I want. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> well, he, okay, so the boy was saying that he knew them. You gotta tell me. Like the baby daddy and the pregnant girl. So is that their kid? Is that the baby? So like a weird time loop thing? But you gotta stay close. So what's the implication of like her hearing a boy crying for help in the grass while she's while she's pregnant and if that's her kid? Yeah. And then they get trapped in just a loop that controls them. I don't know. I don't know. And the church has something to do with it somehow. It has to. And the fact that her book looked religious. Yeah. Oh my He's god. She's the guy that was screaming and got Tobin. It's just a time no, loop. And she's the mom. Uh, they're all trying to stop- they're trying to stop their past selves from going into the grass! Oh my god. Steven kissed Doggy. Oh, they had a dog. Okay, um, she checked her phone and had a contraction. Why did that happen? I don't like it. I don't know. So there's a lot. There's a lot <laughs> happening right now. Um, okay, so Becky's baby daddy tried to find them, because I guess they'd been missing for like two months. Yeah. So he goes into the grass, and he gets stuck there. And then the cycle kind of starts over with the boy that they originally heard being outside the grass, and Travis lured that whole family in. So it's like a time circle. Yeah. And then they were all able to come together around the dead dog because dead thi the grass doesn't move dead things. And now they're trying to get to a building that they see in the distance. But it's... Oh, but also, like, past Becky and Cal, like, their loop came back, and now they're 
back like, in the grass. Like, they were dead, but now they're back and alive. Yeah, and that like, just gotten in the grass. And Becky, like, is sensing someone watching them. Oh, and then she got the phone call from, like, her future self telling her not to let Cal hurt Travis. Because that's will make them, like, not be able to leave. And I don't know what the weird tension is between Cal and Travis. I don't know. And then the grass just tried to, like, steal her baby from inside her. So... It was just creepy. And I feel like if we're talking about the weird implications of being stuck in a cycle... Yeah. I think that, like, the grass trying to take the baby is kind of... Something. Yeah. (laughs) It's definitely a thing. Anyway, we're only halfway through and very very confused. Here's the thing about Stephen King. He doesn't give a fuck if he hurts someone's feelings about religion. No. Literally, like, this is religion, and this is, like, playing God. Oh, weird. And the mom and the son. Mm -hmm. So this is, like, forbidden fruit shit you know like you know everything that the grass knows if you touch the rock yeah um oh my i thought he was gonna break her neck but okay she just crushed her skull well calvert travis that's not the toby that was there a second ago no that's Toby from the original- that's original Toby. Toby- that's Toby that's seen some shit. Yeah. Honestly, with all this, like, weird brotherly fighting, like, crap, there's a lot of just gross human instinct implications, you know what I mean? Between the religious. Ugh, God. I'm gonna have to read so many theories after this. Yeah, for sure. They just keep reliving the same storylines over and over again. Yeah, and there's like a- And cows died a ton of times. Yeah. Does it- Does the loop start over every time with Cal dying? I don't know. I swear. That is her brother's baby. If that is her- I will scream. Oh. Oh. Maybe not. Okay, we thought that maybe it was gonna be Cal's baby and I was gonna throw up. I still, I'm not sure. I'm not, there has to be something there because from the beginning he's acted like, you know, a little too weird and then even Travis like mentioned it. Like, multiple times. Yeah. So there has to be something there. Ew. Ew! Ew, okay, that was a lot, Steven. Do you want to touch? Yeah. Uh? Oh, oh my God, Stephen! I swear I don't to God. Do anything if the grass is singing my name. I don't want to do anything in the grass. No. 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 No one wants to touch the rock. This is a big can of hell, no. They're grass, they're grass people. people. Oh, and they're gross. <laughs> Here's the thing I was afraid of. Do you think that's all the dead people? Like, all the dead? Like, all the dead people just became people of grass? Ooh, yeah. and then there's the religious, like, cult yeah, mentality. Well, yeah, because he was like, we're all just grass. 
or like flush his grass. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that texture's not great. Oh god, the grass is pulsing. Ooh. No. Okay, I'm sorry. That is an image. That is a Jesus image. That is a Jesus image. What is with the crucifixion? There's a lot of like crucifixion image in this yeah. movie. I don't know, but she's covered in- Oh my god, did she make it to the road? Oh no, it's- Oh, it's the rock. Never mind. I hate the I rock. I Fuck the rock. She's about to give birth to a grass baby. I think. Oh, oh. my god, the mud is, mud is breathing. So much is happening. There's a lot. Oh, the ground okay. is falling. Okay. And now there was a sinkhole. You're gonna give birth into the pit? I guess? No! Oh. The rock has roots. The rock is not a rock. <gasps> the rock it's is people. thousands of people! Is it thousands of her? I think so. I can't tell if there are like thousands of babies in the pit no, or like or thousands that. of her. Ew. Ew, that's really dark because that makes him Joseph and that makes her Mary. Yeah. The wise men. Who are the wise men? I don't know, but they literally just said it. Steven. What is she, is she eating, eating mud? Is she eating mud? He's feeding her grass. He's feeding her grass. Unless it's actually human flesh. What if it's the baby? I'll say he said flesh the flesh is grass. That's, that's oh blood. my god, if he killed that child, he fe he's feeding her the baby. He's feeding her her own baby! So you just keep feeding on your kind and yourself and- ugh. That went from I, Cal to Ross real quick. I, I, I don't- I don't know whether he fed her the baby or, or fed her her own body. And I don't know which one is worse! All the flesh? Like, like communion? Yes! Ew! That's disgusting! I can see why this movie didn't have a lot of good reviews, and but also simply how? because, because people- No, it's because everyone who's a, like, a, okay, most- Anyway, good Christians would boycott the fuck out of this movie. I- Okay. Steven, are you okay? Do you need a hug? He fed her her baby. After calling her Mary, he fed her the blood of Christ and the like, body. The body of her child if she is the mother Mary. If she is Mary, if she Ew. is the Virgin Mary and gave birth to a baby. <laughs> this is so dark and it's so gross. Like not a lot of horror movies have made me so nauseous. I like I like it. I'm this. I'm intrigued. Not at all what I thought it was going to be, but not that's been the storyline of all of this. And we still have 20 <laughs> minutes left of this movie. I'm gonna scream, bro. This is a lot. The rock is shaped very weird, and I know it's like shaped like something, but I don't know what it's shaped like. I don't either. 
But if he touches this fucking rock. After everything, he's gonna touch the rock. Please don't touch the rock, Travis. You killed the guy. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. I was rooting for you. Fucker. You touched the rock. Ooh. We love some. Wow. Look what you did, Travis. Oh, Oh, there's the grass thing. This is. I'm done. Men are. The moral of this movie is that. Yeah. The grass grows around your heart. I guess. Oh, the rock is breathing. That's good. Oh, the rock is a heart. Oh. Oh! Fucking. I'm such a mess. So the kids. Oh my god, the kids trapped in the top of the altar? <gasps> the kids in the church. So, uh, does that make Travis alive in the real world or not? But also, if he's not in there, then they wouldn't go in there in the first place. I'm, so the way out is him? leaving the church? That's some imagery. <laughs> I, I'm confused on whether the cycle is still going and Toby is technically still in there, or and so he has to stop them from following his voice, or, or if it's if, just done, or if like Travis sent him outside of it so he can't call them in. Oh, he's still in there, but not. Toby. Jump in the car. Tell them to leave. Oh look, Cal has his glasses. They're gonna start driving, and one of them's gonna come out of the grass, and they're gonna get- they're gonna, like, hit. No, she's gonna keep the baby. Oh, they were heading- they were heading to San Diego to give her- give them the baby, like, be their surrogate mother. Wow! Which is so dark. If you're still comparing it to the tale of Joseph and Mary, yeah. because they were traveling to save a certain type of, like, save a people. Yeah. Well, that was insane. That was not nothing. Absolutely nothing. What I thought I was going to I be. was expecting some, like, I mean, no offense to Stephen King, because Stephen King's writings are amazing, but a lot of times when they're put into movies, they're just not the same. I know. And I was not expecting something that deep. I was not expecting... I was expecting them to, like, go into the grass. There was gonna be, like, something with the grass. It was gonna kill them, and that was, like, the end of it. Yeah, there was so much imagery. There was... Oh, I have the remote here. <laughs> and, like... I don't even know. I can't... I have no real... That was thoughts. I just know there's lots of layers of different kinds of symbolism. Um, and whereas I thought the low re- ratings on this movie were going to be because of just bad quality and bad writing, I know it's now because it's just very controversial. Yeah. There's a lot of implications I still don't understand that I definitely need to read up on. Yeah. I definitely want to watch some like theories and stuff on yeah. that, and I honestly I want to read the movie or read the book because because it's a totally different experience for like. sure. And if there was anything that they didn't like include in this movie, it's got to be some real shit. Yeah, and like if the stuff they did include, there was so much like 
gross language regarding yeah. just like sex and religion. If I had and, a, if I had a dollar for every time they were said the word seed, I wouldn't need to go. Yeah, there is that. We we could talk about that. We don't have time to unpack all of that. <laughs> wow. Well, I've been pleasantly surprised by every movie we've watched thus far. I would highly suggest. Well, if you've listened through all this podcast, we spoiled the entire thing. Oh, maybe but should I, we put a spoiler alert at the beginning of this? I think we should have put a spoiler alert on every single one we've done so far. That's true, but this but is we, newer. We I mean, if you haven't seen Psycho or Saw by now, your like fault. you're not going to. Yeah, we'll record a we'll record a spoiler alert. So if you heard a spoiler alert at the beginning of this, hi, we just decided to do that. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for listening this week. We'll see what happens over the next two weeks with both of us moving back to college and yeah. such. It's also Cassidy's birthday this coming week. Uh, turning 20. I'm old. You're so but old. But not old enough to drink. <laughs> 20 is so weird because you're like, oh, I'm 20 years like, old. Like, I'm not a teenager anymore, but also, like, I can't do <laughs> you anything. You have to take responsibility with, for your actions without actually having fun actions to take responsibility for. True. You know what I mean? All right. Uh, we appreciate those of you who have been listening and who have been talking back at us. Okay, that scared the living shit out of me. My computer died <laughs> right at that moment, and I thought that it wasn't going to save anything. I thought our entire recording was gone. And I hadn't pressed Control S since before we started watching the movie. <laughs> so we we would have been gone, and I would have just quit the podcast. But anyway. But anyway. That movie was insane. Uh, and, yeah, so we don't know what we're going to be doing these next couple weeks. If you guys are liking the movie reviews, we could find some more movies to review. If, yeah. I'm sure we could find a rant to go on. <laughs> we usually do. All right. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you guys. And, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening and join us next week. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Broads in the Basement. And take, take cover. cover.